Howdy guys, we got a bonus episode for you here on this Tuesday. Um, this is Devin Black's story on his opening day turkey hunt, the only day he was able to hunt this year for for turkeys. Yeah, and that lucky dog went out and got a double. Doubled up, yeah. yeah. So what Can't the world? It. Here we are struggling and <laughs> old Black goes out there and smacks a good one. Easy peasy on a rainy day too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if anybody's local um, and, and kind of paid attention to opener of Ohio, we got poured on. Yes. Yeah. And um, basically the whole state, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, it was this a, big wave came up through, and it was like heavy rain. Yep, yep, big yeah. big rain came through. So Black and uh, our old friend uh, Stevie and his his wife Bailey, they all went out. Um, Bailey got her first bird. Yep. Uh, Black got his only day bird, I should say. Yeah. His only day to hunt. He's in uh, military training right now. Um, so if you guys watch the podcast... Black's actually in a hotel, mm-hmm. and he's in, uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed he, to say. He didn't say. Yeah, he didn't yeah. say. He's not allowed. Undisclosed. Yep. So, he's out somewhere working on the old military, uh, I don't even know what to say. Tactics. Tactics, yeah. 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 Training. It's like yeah. classroom stuff. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So, this, in this episode, where we talk about, um, basically, Black's experience with the opening day bird, talk a little bit about Bailey's experience, how they how the um, whole weather thing kind of changed, how he used um, some trail cameras and some road scouting to really get an idea of where these birds were coming from. And um, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, Bailey, um, how do I say this? She, she got really excited um, and she may or may not have almost missed the bird. Yeah. So it's a really cool story because... Uh, Maybe only a couple BBs hit this thing because of a certain dirt mound. <laughs> so, <laughs> otherwise known as a hill. <laughs> so, if you guys want to stick around, <laughs> if you guys want to stick around for that, um, I know that that'll probably make a, a couple people laugh. Um, but cut her some slack. It's her first bird, and she doesn't have a lot of experience hunting turkeys. So we're just happy that she got one. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna plug myself real quick. Third Axis Designs. I'm making a. This is for Target, guys. There might be only a few of you listening, but I am making a um, an insert. If you have a Kafaru quiver, this is very specific, but if you have a Kafaru quiver and you're looking for a insert that separates your arrows, I am coming out with that, and it should be ready by the time you listen to this podcast. So check my Instagram out, 3 Designs, um, and then, yeah, if you want to uh, check that out, it's uh, not going to be too expensive, and it's a really cool... Um, tool that I created. Matt's using it. Uh, yeah, I love it with his uh, with his quiver. And uh, yeah, I just want to plug myself because I'm excited to drop that and uh, get some new products out there for you guys. Cool, cool, exciting cool. stuff. Yep, yep. Let's get into this one. So we're we're a Christian um, group of guys, and we're all followers of Christ. And I do want to talk a little bit about this. My strategy was totally different. I just got up these areas and I knew the terrain features I wanted to hunt. I think that I would rather use a scrape line because I imagine that there's more bucks hitting a scrape line because the line's longer. <laughs> <laughs> and actually lay eyes on the property first and then start you know, doing my e-scouting whenever I actually knew what it was that I was looking at. I think our deer at home have bigger ranges than we want to admit. Just I, because of the more pressure. I 100% agree. Wrap it up, Kevy. Send us home, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bow Hunting Podcast. This is a little bit of a bonus episode here on the Table Talk episode we got going on here. 
Yep. Um, yep. Buddy. We're joined with Devin Black, who's in a hotel room right now. Yeah, you oh, uh, yeah. care to explain? Yeah. Why, why are you <laughs> in a hotel room right now, buddy? Well, uh, unfortunately, I got the you know exquisite duty to go to some extra training that I actually really wanted to go to. So I'm here for two weeks for this course. I'm in a certain location. I can't really say because some of the stuff is secret. It's not supposed to get out, but yeah. Uh, yeah, this is my humble abode that they set me up with. It's pretty great. I get to spend like four hours a night here. Study <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. That's it's, awesome. Uh, it's a pretty hard course, so I'm struggling down here. So everybody pray for me. I uh, really need it. <laughs> yeah, we will be. We will be. Why don't you, um, maybe some of the listeners and, and viewers don't know uh, your Army background. Why don't you talk about that just for a little bit? Uh, so I joined in 2012. I'm in the Army National Guard. My MOS is uh, 12 Bravo. I'm a combat engineer, so I deal with explosives and stuff and blow a whole lot of stuff up. Basically it. I know it sounds awesome. It was awesome for the first five years. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's getting old. But now you've worked your way you've worked your way up in the rankings quite a bit, though, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm always trying to progress. There's a certain point I want to hit. Uh, I just got promoted not too long ago, uh, and I go to my next schooling next year. That's the earliest I can get slotted for. But I kind of want to hit my seven and then stop there. Uh, I really just want to be a platoon sergeant. I really enjoyed the past few years and working with the lower enlisted, but it's time for me to move up and see what, you know, other challenges I can get into, uh, just ready to move up. So that's, that's my goal done. What? 10 years now. So yeah, that's a general black has a good ring to it. General black. I, <laughs> I like that. I like platoon Sergeant black. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that, that's the title I'm going for. It sounds nice. <laughs> Do you want to yell at us real quick, like practice? Yeah, give us your your biggest grr. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Tell me I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to cut his hair, doesn't he, Black? No, yeah, I wouldn't make it. You think my locks no. would get yeah. through? What would, what would they say to old Cromer with his locks? <sighs> I'd be pulling out of my trimmers that's been in my bag for eight years and shaving it off for <laughs> Now, hang on. Now, hang on. What if I identified to something else? No, no. <laughs> we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. Sorry. No, we're, we're not going down that rabbit hole. All right, Black. So the reason why we have you on, um, obviously, you had recent success. And uh, I don't think we're going to do like the like icebreakers and stuff because black's no. not a guest he's no, with right. us you yeah. know like so i let's just get into it this podcast is going to be a bonus episode we're not going to air it on your your normal thursday so actually i don't even know what day we're going to air this so if you're listening to it congratulations we, we aired it <laughs> it'll probably, probably be a tuesday i'll try to get it out on tuesday tuesday yeah so next what well, who Today's knows the it'll be i think it's to may it. 2nd i think is is the tuesday yeah. let's do it then. We'll go with that yeah. okay so, like I was saying, Black had some recent success in Ohio, and we're just gonna we're gonna have a table talk about that, and just kind of, you know, figure out what was going on, how it went down, and you can tell the the viewers and the listeners about your recent turkey success. I do have one question for him though. Go for it. So it's not really an icebreaker question, but how many bangs did you drink on your way to your <laughs> disclosed hotel room? I uh, 
I'll have you know, as much as I want to be endorsed by Bang, <laughs> I unfortunately did not consume any on the way here. Wow. wow. Switch to Red Bull. <laughs> That's respectable. I like Red Bull. Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> I like Red Bull. I'm going to throw it's, out a quick... Been, Go ahead. It's been a good switch up. Uh, it's been keeping me awake a whole lot more than the old Bangs have. And I ain't got to run to the bathroom every hmm. hour. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> more concentrated. I can, I'll, I'll agree with that. It's a little thicker than a bang. I'm just right. going to say something real quick off off podcast. We can either cut this or keep it in. When we talk, make sure we're looking yeah. there because I'm noticing that we're talking to black here. Yeah. So just, oh. you know, because yeah. I know they're kind of off. Black but side eye. Yeah. So Kay. just when we have, like when he's talking, we can we look could, at the screen. Yeah. But like when we're talking, let's go right there. I'm going to look at Kevin's mic <laughs> <laughs> over here. <laughs> nice. All right, Black, let's get into it. What'd you do last Saturday? Well, last Saturday was opening day for Ohio season. Um, a little background on the property. Years prior, I had not seen any turkeys really. Last year was actually the first time that I'd seen turkeys. Uh, the spot that I hunt was just overcrowded with coyotes. And me and Stevie have been really hitting those hard here. And we think we've got the population under control to a point i was getting cam uh trail cam photos almost every night on the wise eye about i don't know three or four times a night of coyotes coming through so now at this point in time i might get one coyote picture every three days so there was quite a few dogs i mean one day in the stand i seen uh nine coyotes so wow. that says anything so it, how many do you year, think I'm you've how many do you think you guys have killed off the property I think all together, uh, ten or eleven. Really? Yeah, that's off a, just one piece. I have off. one property. I have one thing to say about coyotes in my personal life lately. I've seen more coyotes dead on seventy-one North and South. I've never seen my whole life. I'd only ever seen one dead coyote in the road my whole life. Mm -hmm. This year, I've probably seen four or five on the highway dead. I've never seen coyotes on the highway before. So to me. Black, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that means the population is just exploding that much. Is 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 it mating season right now? Is it mating season right now? No, it's what is it right, right now? now? Right now, it's like the denning time. They've already yeah. been bred, so hmm. now they're finding and starting to have their pups. Actually, should be having pups right I'm, about now. Yeah, gotcha. So I was just wondering why the uptick was, and it probably was because some. Well, breeding, here's right? the thing, though. Correct me if I'm wrong, Black, but this would be my idea. Um, young males are getting pushed. Mm. Maybe to find their own home ranges or whatever. Sure. Maybe. Well, maybe that already happened. Yeah, yeah, th th that's already happened. Uh, I'd say a lot, a lot of the uptick of all the kinds actually being hit right now is food. Mm. I mean, where do you see the most animals? You know, dead in a concentrated oh, area. That's a good point. Along highway, and they're going for the easiest meal right now. Instead of going out and hunting something, they can just go straight to, that's you know, the highway. That's a good point. Grab a snack and go back. Grab a snack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be a stanky snack. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> now, that makes sense. Thanks for confirming. Yeah. All right, so let's go yeah. back. Let's go back to the turkey hunting. So you you killed, or excuse me, you got you and Stevie went and killed, let's say, 10 for easy numbers, 10 coyotes off the property, and now you're seeing a lot more turkeys. Yeah, I, I mean, there were just so many on, like, home coyotes, like that den real close by and were there, you know, majority of the time they were always coming through there so i think the turkeys really weren't 
hanging out there or didn't want to because they felt like they were easy pickums, which I'm sure they were. Yeah, you can't blame with, them. Yeah, yeah. We're seeing nine at one time. I mean, if they work together as a pack, they could easily catch some turkeys. But uh, last year, one day during bow season, I ended up having a right around 30, 35 hens or something come by me, and that was my first indication wow, that nice. I was actually doing something to help the turkey population in my area and for that profit that property specifically so that was like really good sign and i was like all right well maybe you know i keep doing what i'm doing they're gonna keep coming back and showing up more often so i i stayed at it uh we end up killing just since the first of the year uh three on that property and like i said i'm down to one now that i'm seeing consistently but like every three days he just comes through and that's one time that's it he's not spending any time on a property mm-hmm. and i haven't any more daytime photos so uh rewind to what two weeks ago i started driving through or driving through the area and just kind of glass a little bit scouting and i end up hanging up my wise eyes and i started getting pretty consistent turkey photos and they were long beards, and they were spending a lot of time in front of the cameras. Shoo! So I went and moved all my cameras out onto the fields, and sure enough, it was every day. I was having all kinds of birds. I mean, three, four times a day. I mean, from morning till dark, so they were spending a ton of time on the property, and I think it was really because I took care of the coyote population in that area. So, Kudos to Black. Yeah. No, that's that awesome. Good. That's that's something that you know. We just had that. Yeah. It hasn't. Excuse me. It hasn't aired yet. But we it had. Will be by time. This it will be. Well, no, no. This no, will air first. So we had a podcast with the Simon brothers. Not to give all that away, but we were basically just talking about the decline in turkey population. Coyotes got brought up quite a bit. Yep. But know. the raccoons were they, raccoons. They claim the coons are worse. Were than brought the, up. Than but coyotes. I just like the I like the fact that you did kill a few coyotes. And the turkey population bounced, and within a quick amount of time, yeah. you know, say within two or three years, you know, turkey population was banging. So that's cool. Shoot some coyotes on your property if you want turkeys. And, and the coons too. I, I have been taking care of some raccoons on there, but okay. I'm not really putting a dent into them. But okay. I don't think they really nest on my property. But I still want to do what I can to help them in that area. Dude, how sweet but, would it be, Black, if they? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but how sweet would it be if they legalized a coon season year-round and you could just set that collar in the middle of the field, howl with like a coyote howl or something, and all them coons climb the trees, and then you just walk around and start pinking them. Listen, I I might put coyote hunting on a hold there for a (laughs) minute. Dude, how fun would that be, honestly? So, last last night I went to roost some birds, and... uh, I'm just standing there in this like this cut field. Raccoon walked within ten yards of me. Didn't even know I was there. And this was still plenty of daylight out. Off podcast or off camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should have just. I should have, but <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh my goodness, they're everywhere. They're a nuisance, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and I really think that's one of the things that's really hurting the nest the robbers. Yeah, yeah, and, and possums too. Possums are also. Uh, I was reading a uh, little study they did and they said possums are another big killer on the turkey eggs mm-hmm. yeah so, that also came up yep. but yeah anyhow i end up seeing those birds on camera so i decided 
you know, spent a little bit more time glass in the fields trying to figure out where they were going, you know, where they were hanging out. And uh, I ended up going and grabbing all my wise eyes and moving them to the field edges just to see if I could get a little bit better beat on where they were coming out, where they were strutting, you know, kind of spending their time. And I ended up finding it. And, I mean, it was unbelievable how many pictures I had every day in the same exact spot. So I thought for sure coming into opening day, and Stevie calling me out. I, I didn't really want to want to shoot a bird there because you know they just started coming back. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was like, man, but one day to hunt. Stevie was saying something about getting his wife Bailey on a bird, and I mean, I was like, I was really torn on going out there to hunt. And I was really torn on it. But then I, you know, I was like, well, I got one day. I'm gonna give it a shot. You know, what's one day going to hurt? And I'm getting so many birds on camera. And it wasn't just those two long beards. I was actually getting six toms and Woo. three to four jigs on camera. And I'm still getting three. Now he tells day. us. Yeah. <laughs> so they talked me into it. So it rolls around to opening day. And you guys know, pouring, of course. And I'm like, I've got one day to hunt. I'm going. And I told Stevie, I was like, I've got one day to go. You guys need to come with me if you're going, because I'm telling you, I'm going out regardless. So they end up going. Of course, at, you know, 530, they show up. We get out there about 630 after we hang out, load the truck up and everything. It's set up and it's still completely dark because it's pouring on us as soon as we get out of the truck. And we walk over to the spot where actually, I mean, the camera was five yards from where we were sitting against a big uh, oak tree and threw up the umbrella for the camera, just for the camera. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it gets kind of funny because, you know, we're sitting there just hating life. I mean, it's just pouring <laughs> on us. Steve's the only one that's got anything dry going on over there. But the way that umbrella was hanging, it was just dripping on Bailey the whole time. <laughs> I totally forgot I packed two umbrellas. So I had a whole other umbrella <laughs> in there that I didn't even use. And when I did realize it and I told her, it was finally like starting to slow down. She was so mad. <laughs> she was so ready to go. But I mean, we were already soaked. It wouldn't have done us any good. Right. It's classic Ohio, man. I tell you what. Ohio is like, you know, I've been working outside the last couple of weeks. And dude, the one day. When it snowed the other day, like when you sent that Snapchat, it was, it was and you're like hard. you're like screw Ohio when you were what was that Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah I had Monday. I was working from home. I literally, dude, it, was, it sleeted, snowed, and then it'd be sunshine, yeah. and then it sleeted, snowed, sunshine, like six different times. We got a bunch of hail that day too. Yeah, over I know. Time. I was in a lift, you know, <laughs> hiding. <laughs> Classic Ohio. All right, sorry, Black. Yes. I, I went down that. You're right. So, uh, yeah, we were sitting there and getting poured on. We had a hen come in at 7 o'clock. She just came straight straight up the hill. And I was just kind of blind calling about every 15, 20 minutes. And uh, I looked over, and I just seen a head come up. Then she kind of she, – she did a small yelp and clucked a couple times. I was like, there's a bird coming in. And – told Stephen Bailey to get ready because this hen coming in, she's already talking. I'm like, all right, there might be something, you know, behind her. There wasn't, but I mean, I was, I was certain that, you know, something could have been back there. Mm-hmm. 
and she came right into the decoy. She started getting fired up. That kind of cut at her a little bit. And the mic, of course, just poured on, so no audio. And she's over there just talking up a storm. It was actually really cool, like, how fired up she was getting. I actually thought she was going to attack uh, that one hen decoy when she was coming in. <laughs> and about that time, Bailey looked over, and she, she's like, I think I heard a gobble down the bottom. I was like, oh, maybe, you know, you never know. So then I end up hearing one, and then we heard one more. And then it was just dead. We didn't have nothing in front of us for almost an hour, and it's still pouring. So uh, there was two birds end up coming from across the road. There's some pine trees, kind of a pine block that we're looking across the hay field, and there's a kind of a blo uh, pine block across the road. And we see him at the furthest end of the field, and it's like 800 yards to the other end of the field. And then we see him coming across. I mean, they look like the size of crows at that point in time. Mm -hmm. But we see two birds. I was like, oh, let's just hang out. They might come in. Lost sight of them. There's kind of a small swale, a, a low spot in the field that they end up working all the way down to us. At that same time, I decided I was going to go look down in the bottom field. I, I just had to know because I heard those birds gobble. I'm like, you guys stay here. I'm just going to walk down here and take a look. Well, as soon as I get up, I take maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 steps. Stevie goes, hey, there's four, four birds coming into the field. So I turn around. I start creeping real slow because these birds are only probably 100 yards from us, and they're, like, in direct sight of me. So I end up sneaking back slow as I could. It took forever. Finally got sat down, and those birds, they were on the left-hand side of the field. They went back under, and uh, they could, couldn't really get any footage of them, so they just stepped out <laughs> and backed in. Well, no, you're good, man. I, just, I Matt burped. Just, <laughs> Matt just had a stomach issue over here. You're good. Keep going. <laughs> My bad. Not <laughs> worth stopping for, trust me. <laughs> it was uncontrollable. It just came from the stomach. <laughs> so the birds kind of went back to the left-hand side, and we couldn't see them anymore. And about that time, three hens came up over the hill, and I could get those birds because – Stevie's like, I think I think they were toms. I think I seen beards. So I started calling a little bit, and then we end up started getting gobbles over and over again. Of course, can't hear it because we didn't realize that the mic is wet and not working correctly. So they're just gobbling over the hill, and they gobbled probably 20, 25 times. And then finally, those hens started opening up their wings, trying to dry off because the rain finally quit. They start opening the wings and I started getting the birds even more fired up. And I was like, well, those birds are going to be moving in here soon. Cause every time they open the, their wings, those birds would gobble. Mm -hmm. So of course those birds step out and we finally see them and it's. No, we lost you. Sorry. Getting a phone call. Yep. No worries. You guys can hear me still. Yeah. Yep. You're good. Yep. Yeah. So these two birds come in. They're just strutting. I mean, one bird is just looking good, as big as he is, and strutting like crazy. Well, his hands are up on top of the hill, and they kind of drop off the back of the hill. As soon as those birds start walking at him, it kind of spooks them a little bit. I think those hens just, you know, are going off to do their own thing, and they don't want to be bothered. So those toms follow right into right back behind them. They get up on top of the hill, and, I mean, we watch them for 20 minutes just standing there strutting, and we're just drooling. I'm doing every call in the book. I'm switching strikers. I'm grabbing different calls. 
cannot get these birds to really pay us any mind. And then at one point, they're just about to crest over the hill, and the bird turns, the biggest bird turns and starts walking towards us. I thought, oh, okay, all right, maybe the other one's going to go mess with those older hens, and he's got to come over here and find out. He took five steps towards us and then turned back around and walked <laughs> They smelled you. Black didn't sound that good. <laughs> he said, yeah, he I, said, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to whisper sweet, sweet nothings, and he wanted no part of it. <laughs> he had two beautiful hands to go. Yeah, he had the live thing. Sorry. He's popular. Black's just Man, you keep popular. Get, you keep getting phone calls, Black. Uh, important guy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, those as soon as the birds turn around and start walking over the hill, I'm like, I look over at them. I'm like, if those birds go over that hill, I said, it's a pretty steep hill. As soon as they step over the side of it, I'm like, we could get a shot. And Bailey's like, I'm freezing. We got to do something. I was like, all right, let's get up and do it. And I said, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I was like, they weren't coming this way anyhow. And at this point in time, it's about 1030. And I wouldn't get I wouldn't get pictures of them until almost two in the afternoon at that point in time. And during the first, what is it, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Weeks. So I knew we had to make something happen before noon. So I'm like, all right, I'll get your stuff. Let's go. So we started walking across the hay field, hit the corner that was right across from us, probably 70 yards from us. And it kind of bumps out. It's a little finger. So we walk around the backside of it, and the hill's right there. I mean, like 25 yards at the top of the hill is right there. And as soon as I get on the end of that little finger that bumps out, I look up and I see the bird strutting right on top of it. That's when I drop and I tell him, you know, like, stop, stop, stop. So that bird's right there. I was be quiet. And I was trying to get Bailey to crawl up at that point in time because I thought that bird might come back towards us. Well, I keep looking and I see him go off the other side. So I'm like, well, we got to make this happen before they go down in the bottom in the woods. So we walk out around the corner and the hill just high enough. It's over our heads. So we take a few steps and we're crouched down, you know, trying to, find that edge of the uh, hill that where we can actually stand up and see over it and get Bailey up there trying me and Steve are trying to talk her through it. And it, it was a very high stressful situation. And I knew she was feeling it at that point in time. Cause we're like, all right, we're, we're close enough. We can stand up. We're like, stand up and just shoot. So as soon as you see his head, I said, pull the trigger, just stand up. So she, she's like, okay, and she stands up and looks, and the bird's actually looking at her, and she just pops back <laughs> in and says, I see him. I'm like, no, damn him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, she was pretty worked up at this point in time because now she's seen the bird. So she gets over there, and she gets safety off, and I was like, just pull up. And I said, put her on his head and pull the trigger. The, the birds were only 25 yards at that point in time. Well, she kind of sits up that bird was in full strut at this point in time facing us and then he kind of drops his uh tail feathers and kind of perks his head yep, up telescopes and as soon as that happens you see his head go down and she pulls a trigger and you just see all this hay the grass dirt, just dirt yeah scuff up. everything just scuff up i'm like oh no <laughs> i'm like she just shot the edge of the hill like she didn't step up high enough so I take a few steps up. I'm like, well, maybe I can, you know, if he's just wounded or something, I can pick up another shot. And I, as soon as I step up, 
he's crumpled. I'm mm. like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, I'm going to try and double. And I look over and I see a bird standing there. I was like, all right, where's the beard? I see a beard. I'm like, all right, pulled the trigger and dropped him. At, at that point in time, it was just chaos because now <laughs> Bailey's got her first bird. I just shot this one, so we just doubled up. So it's it's awesome. My bird, not completely done yet, so I take off running, you know, get on him. And I'm like, dang, I just shot a Jake. I was kind of upset with myself. I was like, dang, I shot next year's, you know, long beard and run down to him. Man, it was as I'm getting on his head, standing on it, I look down, I'm like, it's a long beard. Yeah. <laughs> I was so pumped at that point in time. I look over, I'm like, I can't believe you just hit that bird, Bailey. It was it was amazing. It was the luckiest shot I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, awesome. coming from Black's mouth, like, 100%. We're not going to, you know, this Bailey's first bird, and anybody out there that, like, wants a dog on that, like, you know, think back to, like, when... It was your first time hunting, yeah. you know? Like, she she may be an older, I, I'm going to say, like, an older person. And some people may think, like, oh, well, that wasn't, you know, it's her first bird. She got excited. It's still the excitement part. Exactly. I've seen grown men make worse shots. So, it's like, but Black said it oh, exactly yeah. right. Like, when I was editing that video and I was watching, and I want to touch base on that. If anybody wants to watch this, we have it on our YouTube channel. I think it's, like, Woman Shoots First Turkey or something like that. And, uh... When I was editing it, I'm like, how in the world did she kill that bird? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Literally 90, uh, and I'm not exaggerating, 95 to 99% of those BBs <laughs> hit the dirt in my mind. Correct me if I'm wrong, oh, yeah. Black. Like, there's, like, I, I don't know how the she thing, killed that thing. There was like four or five pellets in its actual head, mm. not like in neck. There was only five BBs right in his noggin. Like, a lot of those BBs got stopped by the dirt or ricocheted off. I, I, I'm not really sure where it all went, but a majority of them went inside that hill. Mm -hmm. And a few that slipped through. I don't know if the BBs beforehand burned a hole through the dirt and they just... Dude, how funny would that be? <laughs> if the first BBs cleared like a lane for the, for the second or the, the back half of the... What are you gonna call it? Shotgun shot. shell? Yeah. The shot pattern, yeah. yeah. Like the bath, the back pattern goes through the. <laughs> <that'd> be, <laughs> if you watch the video and slow it down, you can see the wad hit the hill. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, really? I, I seen that when I was editing. You, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. Like lucky, and I mean, it was a godsend for sure because I was worried when I ran up to look, and it was just crumbled. <laughs> Well, if you just watch the video, I mean, you just see like from the rain and stuff and the grass just fly up from the dirt and you're like, yeah, it's a clean miss. And then you step up and it goes to the GoPro footage and you can see the bird flopping then. And it's just like, yeah, wow. In my mind, yeah, I'm glad that it was her first bird and her first opportunity. And I'm glad that she got the bird Yeah, because I feel like if it would have went the other direction, especially with sitting out in the rain, not really hearing gobbles, yeah. terrible opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like you, you had such high expectations because of the cameras and you don't see anything. You don't hear anything until they're out in the middle of the field, but they're at 800 yards and then you got to go spot and stalk them. I think the opportunity, if she wouldn't have killed would have been very bad for her future Turkey hunting. Cause I know she's been out for the last, uh, two or three years, at least with Stevie kind of running around four years, four she's years. Been going at and just never had like a real opportunity yeah. to actually get, 
Yeah. So that's why Stevie real, real stressed about getting her one. I'm super happy to be a part of it because, like, afterwards, she was like, you know, finally the happiness set in. She wasn't cold anymore. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? That was really fun. But she's like, I, I mean, if I didn't kill, uh, like, this year, she goes, I don't know if I would have ever went again. She goes, I just never, you know, really had an opportunity before. And she was like, this is actually a lot of fun. It's kind of warm out. She's like, this is the kind of hunting I like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good, good experience. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> good. And good. One day, I wouldn't change a thing because, I mean, that was the luckiest one day I've ever had, just being able to go out. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, besides last year, I mean, opening day, too, it was Stevie getting a double. That was cool. Yeah, so, yeah. Sweet. Why don't you talk? Why don't you talk a little bit about the specs of the birds? Like how uh, I'm sure you measured the so, beard spurs. So they uh, both beards exactly ten inches long. <laughs> Good. They, I don't know. If these, these birds were hanging out together all the time. Whenever I got pictures, they were always together. Just I don't know if they were just good buddies best friends whatever or if they, <laughs> they were, died you know, the <laughs> they went down together <laughs> <laughs> they had a bromance going on for sure <laughs> I, I won't go out i won't leave without you <laughs> well the other one did really stick around like uh, black he, popped over the hill and he's just like but 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 so uh, yeah, like i don't know if they're hatchlings together or what but uh they were uh, identical i mean Bailey's spurs on her bird were maybe a sixteenth of an inch longer than mine, so my, mine were an inch, so hers are just slightly longer than that by an inch and a sixteenth, but ten inch beards. I didn't weigh them. Unfortunately, I didn't have a scale on hand. What would you guess? And, uh, probably, they look pretty big, 20, 22 I, pounders probably? I would say her bird was probably 24. Really? Mine was probably 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it, yeah. I mean, good-sized birds, uh, but like I said, they were real identical. I mean, hers definitely had a bigger fan on it, too. I mean, it was just, she definitely got the bigger one. She showed me <laughs> up for sure. <laughs> but, but I'm glad she did. Good. Because it, it, it was awesome. Good. Well, none of us have had much luck turkey no. hunting, but glad Black went out for one day and showed us how to do it. Now, well, did you uh, pick up that turkey spread from the, uh, oh, shoot, uh, Duck Commander guys or something? You had about 18 turkey decoys out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's just my collection over the years. Uh, How many decoys I, do you seriously have? There's like probably like six or seven, right? Yeah. I have five. I think two of those were Stevie's. Gotcha. I always like putting out a bigger flock of hens with a Jake because at that point in time, if a longbeard looks over and sees a Jake and half strut, He's like, what is he doing with all, with all these ladies? Right. Yeah. I've always felt like I can get them more fired up and come in at that point in time. So I've had better luck doing that uh, the past few years. So that's what I decided to do. And yeah, it almost worked. <laughs> yeah. 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 If there weren't live decoys out there showing me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I've never had much luck over decoys, but I know some guys have, and I know you have, especially black. I just, I've oh, yeah. never, I've never had much I'd like luck. to shoot, it'd be fun to do a bow hunt out of a blind with um, decoys. Not to be, uh, not to be like fanboy and crispy by all means, but did you see that video of nope, his? Nope, didn't see it. Oh did my. Did he cut his head off? Gosh, dude. 
it is like the most like beautiful footage. Yeah. I think Matthews might have like posted it. Actually, I seen it today on social media. He draws it. back. He's sitting down. He draws back. He's got that big like head yeah. cutter, broad head on. Guillotine. And the yes. turkey's like hit like the tom's like sizing up to a decoy and then slow motion boom shot breaks and you see he's got big foo foo feathers on you see the arrow just and it just just cuts it right off that's (laughs) pretty cool i'm like dude i wish but like easterns around us i think he was out west like Merriam or something yeah dude them easterns around us yeah dude there is you ain't drawing your bow back yeah yeah i have tried for like two years i tried hunting with my bow i gave up there's no you can get them coming in, but unless you hunt out of a blind, yeah, they you, catch movement, dude. They see that movement and they're like gone. Yeah, they're just boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I haven't tried with a bow, but just moving around and stuff. Dude, I I always say this because like our I think our whitetails are the same way. Northeastern Ohio, it's too pressured. There is too many hunters in our area, and you just I. You can't draw on a turkey. Yeah. There's probably guys out there that are like, oh, I do it every year. Well, come show me a thing or two because because <laughs> I've tried. I've had them in your, in range, and you get like- I do it on public you land. Get, you get like three quarters, three quarters of the way of down, the and they just like, boom, they see you, and then boop, 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 yeah. gone. No, it's because you have to get, be a full draw before they come in. Oh, yeah. And you have to hold it. Because I'm sitting over a decoy <laughs> spread, and I'm going to hold it for six hours. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's the problem. I'm not. Most of them archery kills are always on a field edge. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I don't hunt that way. Definitely. Yeah, I think I might next year try and give it a try. Yeah. If, if I had the same amount of birds that I do now, I think next year I think I'm gonna give it a try because I've never been able to accomplish it. I've I've shot uh, one long beard with my bow during uh, the fall, fall season. The fall season, yeah. But that's it. I I've never got to do it in the spring, so it's kind of one of my things to do. And if I get lucky enough to have the same amount of birds, or if not more, next year. That's the old Jake's make it, and I keep the coyotes mm-hmm. down. Yeah. I might, I might give it a try. Yeah, yeah. I would give it a shot for sure. Well, I'll just go after him with my bare hands. You there know? you go. <laughs> Throwing knives. Ninja. I was gonna say ninja stars. Yeah. Just chuck them at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say for anybody that's interested, I think Kevin, myself, and Jerry. Or well, Jarrett, aka Jerry, we call him Jerry. Uh, I think we're going out to maybe southern-ish Ohio on some public. Yep. Tentatively. Yep. Depending on weather and weather. Stuff. Yeah. It, Not this weekend. I was gonna say it looks like a lot of rain again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'd prefer if we're, and I think after this yeah, weekend I'm, we can do all day then too. I'm not driving four hours to get poured on. No. Well. Maybe the weather's different down south, though. Let's look at it. We'll have to look. look. I do want to go ridge running. I think it's fun. Yeah. But so that's the plan, depending on weather. I do have a Kentucky tag. It's kind of an impulse buy because uh, I knew I was going to (laughs) be, I I knew I was going to be bow hunting and it's only 85 bucks. And I know that 85 bucks sounds like a lot, but for an out of state hunt, that's not, it's really cheap. Um, so I bought that, and I knew I was already going to have to have my license for whitetail season. So, like, I'll probably go down there, oh, probably another weekend to justify that. So maybe if Shayna doesn't kill me, <laughs> if my wife doesn't kill me, I might go. I might go this weekend, depending on what the weather's doing. Yeah. So that's uh. Yeah, if it's not raining down there, you might as well go. I know if it's not raining, I might as well go. Yeah, yeah. you might yeah. as well. Because seriously, like from Friday through Monday or something here, it looks like. 
down. Because like what Friday we're supposed to get like an inch, an inch. right? Ninety yeah. percent chance is what I said. And it's like they're calling it's, for a lot. Yeah. Perfect. Oh. Well, Black, I go ahead. To get down there and kill one, then. Yeah, I know. I uh, <laughs> quick story. I kind of want to touch base on it because I didn't get much film. Of, I filmed a lot, but it wasn't enough to like make an episode. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have any action. Nobody's gonna right. watch us just right. calling and talking and stuff. So it's like we get way back in there. I mean, I don't even know if I told Cromer this or you, Kevin. I don't even. know anything about yeah. it. I, t- I think I told Black we were on the phone. Yeah. So like we get way back in there, and I mean, dude, I'm telling you, it's we're like two miles back in. I'm not joking. Like, mm-hmm. we got there at like 4.30 in the morning, and Hunter's like, all right, we're, we're going to be hiking. I'm like, dude, come on, man. I'm not shape, fat, and old. <laughs> oh, well. So, I mean, I'll do that for a whitetail, but for a turkey? Come on, man. So, like, so we get all the way back there, and we get to where we want to get, and it's pitch black. And it was overcast. It was like a little bit of drizzle, but it wasn't really raining very bad. It's supposed to clear up in the morning. And, uh, it was just getting to the point where you could look up in the sky and you could see the foliage and like the the sky was just starting to get color to it. Mm-hmm. So like you could see the leaves and stuff. All of a sudden we hear boom. Oh my. <laughs> Dude, it's like an hour before legal. <laughs> we hear boom. <laughs> and it's it, it's close. It's like 200 yards behind us. Oh wow. And I told Hunter I'm like, "Well, there goes our turkey." So, I mean, he he's uh in I don't know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't get into this, but yeah, like, just yeah, I wouldn't. yeah. So like, he, we obviously we can't do anything about it. So it's, it's like, public you too. know, it's on public yeah. land, and then like, unless we go in there and you know chase the guy out, but it's like at that point in time, it's pitch black. He's gonna see us it's, coming. You know, be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> he has a weapon. <laughs> to be honest, like you don't know what that guy's up to. Yeah. Uh-uh. So we elected to just kind of sit there and just we figured there'd be more birds. So <laughs> classic public land. So this guy. There's like a there's like a ridge road that we walked in. We kind of met at this like hub where a bunch of other ridges dumped down. We were actually in the bottom, but the he said that the birds kind of roosted like three quarters of the way up. And where we were at, he said you could hear a lot of different ridges. Mm-hmm. Which uh, once it got daylight, I they would have been a good spot if they were goblin. So <laughs> we're sitting there, and I'm like, hey, there's a headlamp coming, and he's like, I'll take care of it. I'm like, you want me to go down there with you? He's like, nah, he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. So he goes down there and he tells this guy, and it, Hunter's telling me this story, of course, because I wasn't with him. He's like, yeah, like, I told the guy that we were, we there was two of us up here, we were going to be hunting. And the guy asked us where we were hunting, and he's like, well, we're just kind of sitting down here in the bottom, and depending on where we hear birds, that's kind of where we're going to go. He's like, you know, we kind of got here real early. Mm-hmm. Matt's from out of state, you know. The guy just says, okay, well, I'll go over here, and like points the opposite direction. The dude walks 50 yards in that direction, turns with his headlamp still on, and just walks to exactly where we wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> just walk. He, he like, okay, guys, I'll, I'll go over there. Walks 50 yards away from us, turns. And like, we can see his headlight in the yeah. woods. He just turns, doesn't give two craps about where we wanted to hunt, and just goes, and he goes like 200 yards, and we, sit him, we see him sit down and shut his light off. And he went right to where you guys right, were hoping to go. Right probably. where Hunter thought that the birds would be. Obviously, obviously he either roosted birds or he knew, he knew that there was birds in the area. Otherwise he wouldn't have, right. wouldn't have done that. Yeah. So black was going to black say what you're going to say. I said, Oh, they're never going to know. Just turn around. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm serious. With the headlamp on. So like, man, dude, we were, we were in disbelief. That's comical. We're sitting there and 
Hunter's like, don't worry. I told him that, you know, we were hunting and he, and I, at that point in time, he was walking away from us. I'm like, cool. You know, that, that's a, that's a good dude right yeah. there respecting us. As soon as I said that, shunk, hard right. Do you think, was it light enough that he thought like, oh, I don't have my headlamp on. Like they won't see me. Mm. It was still dark enough where you needed a <laughs> this headlamp. This was like, this was like 545-ish where, yeah. and normally like birds would probably just start to gobble, but with, with that overcast. It was still pretty dark. It was still really dark. Gosh. This yeah. is what, this is what happened. The guy was like, all right, I'll walk away. And that 50 yards, he was thinking to himself the entire time, why am I letting two guys on public land tell me where to go hunt? And he just turned around yeah. and <laughs> went right back to where he was going to. But here's the thing. That's why people get, like, that's why the bad rap happens mm-hmm. in yes. public. Like, yeah. Don't be that guy, you know? Yeah. Whether or not you know there's birds there, if somebody beats you to the spot, should have got up earlier. Get up earlier. Because, like, during duck season and stuff, me and Jarrett are at some spots, like, hours before anybody else even shows up, just so we can get to that spot and, yeah. and hope that, you know, it's our, to ourselves. You yeah. know, it's not yeah. our spot. But, like, hopefully somebody's respectable enough to go to a different spot in the swamp or something like that. Because yeah. I've pulled up to a parking lot before. And there's trucks there. I'll go to a different spot because I don't want to be stepping on their toes or right on top of them or anything else. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was just <laughs> to go back on the story of Kentucky. So somebody shot a bird on the roost hours before legal. We had that guy sneak in. We didn't hear any gobbles. And we hunted from like, I shouldn't say hunted. We were in the woods from like 4 a.m. to... I left it, I think, 4. So we left at like 3.30. Because oh in my. Kentucky, you can hunt all okay. day long, okay. the whole season. So we hunted till like 3.30, and we went to two or three different public lands, never heard a bird. Hmm. And that was their opening day as well, right? No, that was their second weekend. Okay. The last weekend was their opener. opener. Gotcha. So just one of those things. Yeah. Man. But, you know. That's I, hunting for you, though. It was a good experience, though. Him and I hiked down this, like, oh, dude. He's like, let's go down to this bottom. He's like, maybe they're in the bottoms. <laughs> and, dude, I'm looking down this, like, just drop-off cliff, and I'm like, dude, I'm not going down there. Because, like, going down is easy. You got to yeah, get back out back of that thing. Tough. He's like, oh, we'll just take the bottom to the road. And he pulls up his Onyx, and he's like, yeah, let's do that. And I'm like, I drove four hours. I'm like, go down there, Matt. We drop down in there, and I'm like, at least I'll find deer sign. I'll find some hub scrapes, yeah. and I'm like, I'm going to do it. We drop down in there. There's no deer sign. There's no turkey sign. There's a tree stand that I found, and then I walked, I walked, uh, I think, a mile out and then had to climb this rock bluff that was, like, straight up because it <laughs> met to the road, but where it met to the road was straight up. Different elevation yeah. between the road and that, yeah. I was, I was a little bit upset. <laughs> hey, that uh, 70-day challenge started right then, huh? Uh, I already failed it if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was last weekend. <laughs> I think the two plates of macaroni and, Upstairs. and uh, bacon and chicken that we just ate <laughs> and some couple of breadsticks <laughs> failed that one. And, and the two Arnie's that I'm drinking. <laughs> Oh. Your diet's going real good, man. I keep telling myself every day, like, Matt, you need to lose weight, because I literally look at myself on this podcast, and I'm like, what did you get yourself into? <laughs> I used to be, like, so fit and, like, could run, like, miles. I can't even walk a mile. Now I can't, <laughs> can't even go down a ridge to chase a turkey. <laughs> if it was a white tail, I would have done it. Uh, yep. Turkeys, they're just not my not my cup of tea. Mm. Well, I went out opening morning. Um, after the rain, I wasn't near as brave as what Black and them were. Um, I didn't have an umbrella, I guess. 
But uh, we got out there around 9 o'clock or so. and um, Finish the story, Kevin. After the rain kind of stopped, and then we heard two birds light up, but the one started gobbling like right at 11.45 or so. So we tried to close the gap and just ran out of time, really. So we didn't push the issue anymore, and we just kind of got out of there, so we didn't spook them. Yeah. And then today I took off work for half a day, and they were hammering on the limb. That's exciting. It was exciting. At least they were talking this yeah. morning. That's good. And uh, one around 9 o'clock was on the property I was on, and he just kind of shut up then, and it was mm. just pretty thick. Couldn't find him. Yeah. So did some walking around, found a found a little shed and a couple little mushrooms. So yeah. It was, it was a fun time. Saw some mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. And Yummy. I, and I seen a, de- a buck with a full rack on. Yeah, you sent that video. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Like a nice... Like not that small like a, probably a decent little three-year-old really yeah. yeah and we could drop it in though sorry if everybody was watching the video and saw me on my phone it's it's almost time for our next oh. podcast okay it's like eight twenty-five. okay so we're gonna wrap this up and uh i i, I enjoyed that black thank you yeah yeah yep. well, thanks for studying i need to break anyhow yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so you go back to studying and uh thanks for all your service in the military and yes. i know that you sacrificed a lot for that and I know that it's you know it's, we can sit here and do this because of guys like you and yes. I pre- I appreciate that a lot. Appreciate it, fellas. Yep. All right, Kev. Let's wrap this up so we can get to our next one. Alrighty. Thanks, Black, and congratulations on your only day to hunt a bird and capitalized on it. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past. You can always be born again, and born again is out. Peace.